0: Welcome to the CBIA BizCast powered by Google. On this podcast, we dive into stories about Connecticut businesses. Downs construction actually came to my school. And business leaders. I think it's also really important to be able to see a path forward. We're shaping the future of Connecticut's economy. Thanks for joining us, I'm Amanda Marlowe, and we are here taking the BizCast on the road today for the Manufacturing Roadshow here at Dodd Stadium, where hundreds of students have actually walked through this stadium meeting with Connecticut manufacturers, and I am joined here by Chris Jewell, the president of Collins & Jewell Company, and president of the Eastern Advanced Manufacturing Alliance, RSP, who sponsored today's event. Yep, yep. Tell us, walk me through kind of what happened here today and and how this came together. So
1: we've been working on getting exposure to manufacturing to younger people for many years, uh, whether it be through Eastern Workforce Investment Board, the EMA RSP, and this is really a culmination of that. Um, We really started with the juniors and seniors of high school uh, a number of years back, We've since progressed to sophomores and freshmen, and then this event today is 6 through 12. So we're really excited to really plant seeds early of manufacturing in young people's minds.
0: So essentially, manufacturers who were interested kind of set up a table. What what happened?
1: Sure. Yeah, so we reached out to all the manufacturers in the EMA RSP and we said, hey, if you want to have an opportunity to get young people in front of your business uh, and understand what your businesses do, this is a great opportunity to do that. You know, a lot of our buildings are just buildings in in areas that people don't know what happens inside of them. So it's not often we get a chance to get out and really show our wares. And uh, walking around has really been some very unique ways that different businesses have Done that in the region, so it's 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 really exciting to see.
0: And hundreds of students pass through here. Yeah,
1: 530. I think you could barely move
0: in some parts of this area. But they were not just high school. There were some younger kids here too. Yeah,
1: six through 12 is what we've uh, invited. So so again, you know, with the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth graders, it's more of kind of just exploring, getting an interest. Uh, realizing what they can do with their hands, uh, realizing that manufacturing isn't the dark, dirty, dingy that their grandparents thought it was. It's clean, green, efficient, um, high-tech, you know, very computer technology-based, so, it's, it's really just kind of getting that exposure very young to them.
0: And um, the companies did a great job of, you know, it wasn't just a table with information. Right. There was activities going on, you know, let's yeah. talk about some of that. Yeah, so
1: I mean, two of our partners, the Greater Noriteria Chamber of Commerce and EWIB, really did a good job of pushing that to the manufacturers that, listen, we want interactivity, we want kids to be able to touch-feel stuff. Um, for instance, my company, we brought, so we build very big stuff, we're a steel fabricator, so it's hard to do small things for us. So we actually brought a 400 ton stand. So it's a stand a little bit bigger than this that holds 400 tons. So we're talking to the kids about what could be on top of this stand. So for instance, the Statue of Liberty could be on top of this stand and it wouldn't break. Uh, 27 elephants could be on top of this stand and it wouldn't break. So just kind of giving them perspective as to the size and magnitude of the things that the different manufacturers do in the area. Um, another one I thought was very interesting was Rand Whitney uh, Paperboard. So they're owned by the Kraft family. So they really took advantage of the Patriots and, and all of that in their marketing and they've really got a lot of banners kind of focusing that the Kraft family has a business here locally um, that most people people would never have realized had they not walked by and seen
0: that. Yeah, and they had some really cool demonstrations going on with paper. I think Westminster even um, was here. They had a line of kids. It was like a circus. Come on up, play the game.
1: Westminster's always the bell of the ball. They always, we all aspire to be like (laughs) Westminster at the end of
0: the day. Yeah, we actually talked to a couple of students today who had said they got involved early in their high school, you know, with robotics clubs and started talking to companies. Um, You know, so it was great to hear what they had to say. Just looking around at everything. A lot of opportunities available. It's nice. You, you know, you always have, like, somewhere to go. You don't have to worry about, like, having to find something. Manufacturing, I mean, it's cool because it's interactive. You know, you get it's, like, hands-on. You get to work on something. It's projects that you like. You know, it's meaningful. You get to create something. Just so much going on, so much activity, so much engagement with the students. You know, they weren't just coming here to sign a paper. They were leaving really excited.
1: Yeah, and they're asking great questions. Um, You know, I was sitting at our table listening to some of the questions and and they're really inquisitive. They really are, are curious. You know, they all want to know about the money, you know, which that's fine. And we're not afraid to talk about the money, you know, because yes, there's a starting point in manufacturing, but based on what you learn and grow, it's it's a career, it's not a job, you know? And that's what we need to really people understand is that manufacturing is a career. It's something that there are many pathways you can start in one place and end up in a very different place. Um, So it's it's nice to kind of give them that idea and that understanding.
0: Yeah, certainly. And uh, you had a number of partners that you worked with. I know you mentioned a couple. um, can you kind of talk about some of the other partners and what made sure. this
1: Yeah, yeah, like I said, Eastern Workforce Investment Board was a big part of it. Uh, CBIA obviously was a big part of it from a marketing perspective. The Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce—they uh, have a manufacturing subcommittee in in their chamber, so it's really nice to see them embrace that the way they have. Again, the EMA RSP—we uh, are very, very supportive of this, um, and 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 that's really what in the schools. I mean, to get Ready the CT. the Ready CT, to get the elementary, the the, the middle schools here, uh, to get you know, to see the amount of buses I saw when I drove in, I was just like amazed. I mean, you're always a little nervous with these events because. What they say, how many kids are going to show up and how many kids actually bring permission slips to school are two very different things. Looks to me like they all brought their permission slips in.
0: Hundreds of students pass through here today. Um, you know, they might go home, talk about it. Yes, that sparks one. How do you remain engaged um, with the students and also the schools that they're coming from?
1: Yeah, so, so the schools are very, We're very fortunate that the schools have uh, really good uh, CTE Uh, instructors, so they have career and technical education instructors that really are on top of that. Um, And, you know, we have a program called the YMPI, it's the Youth Manufacturing Pipeline Initiative. I believe it's in 11 different schools in the region. um, Where it's basically manufacturing curriculum at a basic level uh, to kind of really continue that engagement and that involvement for the young people. Uh, With that program comes uh, employers going to talk about their businesses, uh, uh, children coming to our schools or our businesses to do uh, tours, things of that nature. Um, So there's a lot of engagement that happens on the YMPI program. And that's really something that was a branch off from the Manufacturing Pipeline Initiative, which was a post-grad program that we have in Eastern Connecticut that takes people with zero manufacturing experience and gets them to a point of employability within manufacturers within a short period five to 10 week time period. Um, so our outreach of that, our off branch of that was the YMPI, and to see these high schools really embrace it uh, with their CTE instructors has been great. One of the things that we had happen uh, with us, which I thought was an amazing uh, concept, was we had what was called a externship. So we had one of the CTE instructors from Norwich Free Academy come and work at our shop for the summer. So really understand wow. what it is we do and what that instructor needs to teach to have a student be successful in our organization. Um, So that was a great experience doing that. Um, I think it was grant funded, I don't remember exactly how it played out, but it was a really, really neat thing to see a teacher literally work in our shop day to day, side by side with our people and understand what we do.
0: Especially because the industry is changing so much, especially with with the new technology. You know, what that person may have learned along well, and interestingly, yeah,
1: and interestingly enough, this teacher had a lot of woodworking experience. So that was his specialty in his previous life before becoming a teacher. So to get involved in the steel side of the equation was a new dynamic for him. And he, he really did embrace it. And then he put that into his curriculum into the next year.
0: That's awesome. And, and you know, I should also mention that uh, ReadyCT last year at this yep. time um, put out the manufacturing skills CT website and mm-hmm. program that really takes those curriculums yeah. and l- allows other schools to look at them and businesses to look at yeah. them to, to connect.
1: The other nice thing is in Eastern Connecticut here, we started this a number of years ago, six, seven years ago, and it really has taken off. And now it wants to be replicated, uh, not only in the state, but in the in New England. So to see uh, that happen really shows us that we've probably set up a, a pretty good thing. So, Every time we can get a win and we can get other people to, 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 to learn from us, that's that's always a big victory for Eastern Connecticut.
0: Yeah, certainly good to, to yeah. put Eastern Connecticut on the map. Yeah. And it's, you know, these kids are going to school, not realizing what opportunities are around them. And they walk through here and say, oh, that company is five minutes from my house. That's right, that's
1: right. Yep, exactly.
0: In one aspect, really, you're helping all of these businesses but you also are here for yourself too sure. right yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about about your company sure. um and and kind of what you guys do
1: sure so we're a steel fabrication shop we also are an industrial installer so we've been around a long time we've been around since 1946 so, so 78th year in business we've had a number of pivots over that time period uh, and right now we're, we're heavily vested in electric boat in the submarine sector uh, that's that's where a lot of our work comes from and uh you know we're we getting work is the easy part getting people to get the work done is the hard part. Hence why we're here really looking at marketing and looking at how are we going to get the workforce of tomorrow um, in our in our buildings because we need them. Um, you know, this is not an industry, particularly the submarine sector, where you can go heavily automated. Uh, there are big components. People still need to walk around them. People still need to do the physical work on them. Um, so it's not so much a small aero, you know, aerospace tends to be a little more automated. Uh, shipbuilding not so much. So we really need the people at the end of the day to have an interest in this and and look at this, you know, not only from a building perspective, but drafting design, procurement, um, accounting, quality management. I mean, there's so many different avenues and so many different jobs for people in manufacturing that are not just welding every day or or grinding every day. Um, And that's what the other thing that small businesses like to do is we like to give employees versatility and diversity in the work that they do. We don't wanna pigeonhole anybody into one particular job. So you may start off you know, working on the saw and end up as a skilled fabricator at the end of the day and go through the entire trajectory along the way. So keeping the younger people going with future goals, I think is a key to success.
0: And, and what have you seen? What have you experienced over the past couple of years? You know, are you feeling it? As oh, well, yeah. This shortage oh, now?
1: yeah. Yeah. No, the, 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 the hiring market, the hiring landscape is so competitive right now. I mean, the compensation has gone up dramatically. Yeah. Everybody has been really uh, fighting for the same people. And with that, you know, we've all had to adjust our compensation accordingly, which is great. You know, um, but again, we need to. Uh, just realize that we have a shortage. And we've got, listen, in the small state of Connecticut, you've got aerospace, you've got, you know, uh, helicopter manufacturing and submarine manufacturing. Those are major OEMs that are in our little state that are all drawing for the same people. And then on top of that, all the support businesses that help those. So- Those
0: same soft skills.
1: Exactly, exactly. And And that's the other thing I think it's important too for us to have the educators understand what our expectations as employers are. So when we're talking to these kids, they can really, have them know what we're looking for. Right now, uh, the big problem right now, in my opinion, is the soft skill of knowing how to leave a job. So it's okay if somebody wants to leave a job, but you have to leave a job in a specific way. We seem to have a problem right now with people quitting via text and no notice, and those types of things. So we really gotta focus on having under pe- under people understand that when it's time to move on, there's a right way to move on, you know? And, and the
0: way that you can train the next person.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, so that's something that we're really reinforcing with the instructors is those soft skills are important when you're getting hired, but they're also important when you're moving on to another opportunity. So we just wanna really have them understand that.
0: And you and I both know the world of, of aerospace <laughs> manufacturing yeah. is a very small one. It so is. You one Word pitch.
1: gets out quick, exactly, yeah.
0: Um, and what makes you, I um, mean, you know, obviously you are, you know, part of the regional sector, sector partnership. You're involved with many other organizations. I know I see you at a lot of events. Sure, sure. Um, what makes you so passionate about, you know, this, especially the workforce. Um, well, so,
1: so my business is a family business um, and legacy is super important. And, you know, I, my grandfather told me a lot of things back in the day uh, that I hold heart to heart. Uh, one of which was you can't complain about the problem if you're not willing to be part of the solution. So that's kind of how I've looked at this is, you know, I focus my efforts in the workforce area because to me, it, it's the only way it's going to be solved is if you get involved and get your name out there and have your business. When I, when I bought my business in 2005, Nobody in the region knew what Collins and Jewel did. They thought we were either a law firm or we were a jewelry manufacturer. (laughs) Nobody had an idea. So we've really done a conscious effort since then to really educate the community as to what we do and have parents know us to know that it's a good place for their kids to go to work. It's a safe place to where their kids can go to
0: work. And it's where their kids can find a career exactly. and, and stay. Exactly. I'm sure you've got a lot of employees that come for short periods of time, yep. but also for quite, quite some time. Yeah, and,
1: and that's the other thing that young people need to understand, is you don't have to decide the rest of your life at 18. You know, you can try different things out, Um, you know, to go to college and plan a trajectory and a path at 18 years old that you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. You know, a lot of times that doesn't work out. That's a lot of expense paid. So maybe sometimes it's better to do the reverse approach. Try different things out first, see what you're interested in, and then focus your education on that thing that you found out you're interested in. You know, um, it's just I think the system is a little bit we're, we're trying too young. We need to have people understand that there's a lot of options out there for them.
0: And at, at Collins and Jules, um, you know, what percentage need require that b- bachelor degree versus?
1: In our quality department, we like that. Uh, There's a lot of technical writing, technical Mm -hmm. reading uh, on that side of the equation. But that's not
0: really where the struggles are as much.
1: Um, It's not easy either. Okay. You know, I mean, again, it's a feeding frenzy right now for people, really. You know, and and listen, what we believe, uh, like Westminster, and the reason I'm going to shout out Westminster is because I kind of stole this from Ray, uh, but we believe in hire for character, train for skill. Um, If you fit our culture of our organization uh, and you know nothing, we would rather have that than you know everything and be a cancer to our organization. So we will train you uh, on what you need to know to be successful in your career. Uh, you just have to have those right values, those right characters. Uh, integrity is the backbone of our business. That's a lot of businesses, but it, it truly is what motivates us day to day.
0: Yeah, You're um, looking at that whole person, not exactly. just everything on their resume. And,
1: and honestly, in their resume, they should be more descriptive as to who they are as a person. I would love it if an 18-year-old kid put on their resume, "I help my grandmother rake her leaves every fall." That tells me something about that kid, yeah. right? It's not a job, but it's something that they're doing. It's a or, exactly. I help my buddy with an Eagle project. You know, those types of things—just um, things to let us know who they are as a person, as opposed to their experiences in the traditional workforce. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it's really interesting just to see the, you know, it, you got to shift the mindset of the student, right. but also the parents as well. Right. And, um, you know, I know that's something that we heard a lot of today. How can we even get parents more engaged?
1: And it's getting easier because college is getting more expensive. So the parents are saying, Who, do we really want to invest $250,000 and see if the kid maybe gets a job at the end? Yeah. You know. So I think that is making it a little easier. You know. The other thing that parents uh, are starting to understand is that a lot of businesses will pay for the college once the kid gets into the organization. Uh, I know we have an education reimbursement plan at our company where if, they did, if, it, if it was relative to my field, I have no problem paying for the cost of the education. Um, and so, so I think that those types of philosophies, those out-of-the-normal kind of mental uh, mindsets uh, are what are gonna change that. And, they, and the guidance counselors are coming along too. Um, I know uh, at NFA they've identified uh, a large percentage of their school population is not college bound and is not uh, military bound. So where are they bound? You know, let's find an area for them to go to where they can be successful, start their career, and end up in a much higher place.
0: Yeah, and it really just takes that dedication and right. willingness to learn.
1: Yep, exactly, Exa- resiliency, that's one of our values too got to be resilient. You got to persevere, you know.
0: Awesome. And what, what do you think, what are some of the other, um, you know, ways that you face some of these challenges um, being creative?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've got a really good team. So you got to create a team that's willing to embrace uh, different ways of thinking. You know, I think that's really important. And you also have to learn from other businesses. So, you know, historically manufacturing has always been a very protectionist industry. You know, I don't want to tell anybody my secrets because they'll start a business and take my market share. That's historically the way it's been. I think that dynamic has totally changed. I think businesses that are collaborating and working together on ideas, on things that um, are working for them and that you can implement into your business is super important. And I think with the EMA RSP, we're really, really good about that. Um, you know, even Electric Boat, who's part of the RSP, who's a large organization, you know, that you could consider to be the elephant of the RSP, doesn't really act like an elephant. Uh, they don't muscle around their 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 volume and their needs as much. They 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 participate at the same level as a small business. So that's. That's a very encouraging thing to, to see.
0: Are there any um, schools in particular that you've had um, partnerships yeah, so we, with?
1: We, yeah, we've had really good luck with uh, Nordfree Academy and Ram High School. Uh, those are two schools that we've hired a number of young people out of and had very good success with. Um, And again, there's others as well, but those are the ones where really we've kind of targeted. um, You know, Norwich Free Academy, we're in Bosro, so it's very, very close to us. Uh, And then Ram is a unique one because it's a little bit further north, so for those students to go to EB, it's a bit of a hike. It's 40, 42 minute drive, to come to Basra, it's only 20 minutes. So uh, so we're kind of using regionalization a little bit as to our advantage. And, uh, and listen, and, and the teachers are doing a great job Of the YMPI programs, I would argue RAM and and, and NFA are the head of the pack. Uh, They started it uh, in the early, early days, and they've been very open to change and very open to suggestion. And uh, I was just speaking to the RAM teacher before I came here about, you know, he's asking me, what can we do different, what can we do better? Um, So those are the types of things that really create those relationships so that, you know, we can have success. I've got this young girl, Grace, that works for me. Uh, She's 19 or maybe just turned 20, came right out of RAM High School, um, she is just absolutely killing the game. I mean, she is an amazing welder, an amazing fabricator. She's learned about 80% of the equipment I have in my shop. Uh, she's 19 years old. I mean, it's it's just so, that's the stuff that drives you, you know, uh, and you don't find those all the time, you know, you're gonna have some frogs once in a while before you get your prints, but, but, but the reality of it is, is when you get those ones, that's really, you wanna figure out what you did how you identify that person, how you can recreate that.
0: And what type of commitment does it take from, from you as the leader of the company to engage? You know, there's yeah. a lot of businesses that are they're juggling so many other things, including workforce. And it's yeah. like, OK, well, where do I put my time? Yeah. How do I how much time do I have to give to yeah. be successful?
1: And that's where I'm fortunate. I've got a great team. Uh, I've got a management team that, you know, handles a lot of the minutiae. I'm a very much a 30,000 foot view kind of person. I'm not an in the weeds kind of person. Um, So from a macro level, I'm very strong in managing my organization, but I've got the right people in place to handle it at the micro level. Uh, So I think that's the key uh, for us. Um, And it does, it's a time commitment and it's a time commitment that you have to realize you're not gonna get results. You're not gonna get ROI in six months, eight months, a year. It's gonna take three or four years before you really get the ROI on that effort that you're putting in. Because again, I'm talking to a sixth grader that I'm not gonna see for seven years, you know?
0: But you just wanna keep talking to him. Keep talking to him,
1: keep creating that idea. And you know what, maybe that sixth grader has an older brother or an older sister that's 18 and wants to come to work, or who knows? You don't know how it's gonna play out. You know, you're always gonna-
0: And then, you know, just in terms of, as you've kind of reflected on going through this battle, the workforce, you know, just cost increases yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the the biggest takeaways that you've you've learned as a leader?
1: Well, that resiliency—that's the big thing. You know, you gotta you you gotta be perseverant. You have to um, you have to look at it as a long play. You, you know, this, it's not something that you're gonna you're gonna get return immediately on. Some cases you will. You may get that unicorn that is like. Gold, um, but but you have to realize that you know, you've got to be patient, you've got to take your time, and, uh, and you've got to look at this as a, as a five to ten year plan, not a five to ten month plan.
0: Well, thank you so much for being part of this BizCast. We really appreciate it. And thanks to you for listening to this week's BizCast. You can listen, like, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a review and let us know if you have ideas for future podcasts. And as always, you can see a full list on CBIA.com.